the first world championship we're about to win, we're playing the grand finals. So we're selecting our strategy before the game begins. It's the very last pick and it's going to be my choice. And there is a hero which we practiced only twice with and it went awful. And at that point, I called for that hero. I expected this point one second reaction of like, come on, are you sure? Like, don't you want something else? I got complete trust. Welcome back to Mindset Win, the podcast from Red Bull that's all about developing a winning mental attitude. I'm Kay Courtney. Each week, Cedric Dumont and I will use the stories of elite athletes to explore the mental tools that are key to achieving success in any area of life. Today, we'll be talking about teamwork and how trust plays a critical role in elevating team performance. Whether in our work, our hobbies, or in our home lives, we are all constantly faced with situations that demand teamwork to achieve our goals. So stick around until the end of the episode where I will talk you through an exercise to help strengthen trust and elevate teamwork in any relationship. Today, we'll be hearing from an inspirational character who is at the heart of one of the most successful gaming teams ever, OG Esports. It's hard to capture just how much of an impact Sebastian Debs, better known as Seb, has had on the world of team esports. Put simply, he's a legendary figure who is highly respected by anyone who follows or competes in the multiplayer battle arena game Dota 2. The Frenchman's professional career began in 2011, but in 2016, he stepped back from playing to work as a coach for what was then a relatively new esports team, known as Team OG. In a sensational move, he returned to actively competing two years later and helped inspire his team to consecutive victories at the 2018 and 2019 editions of The International, one of the most prestigious tournaments in the whole of esports. No team before or since has won the event two years in a row. My name is Sebastian Depps, also known as Seb. I'm a former professional player, two times world champion in Dota 2 for OG Esports. When you're part of a top team in Dota, you spend most of your time with your teammates. So we meet up in training centers and we just spend weeks and months together. So there is a lot of training activities to promote team bonding. Trust is everything. You got to show your teammate that he can trust you. There's so much pressure. And these moments are going to come where you're going to be tempted to not trust them. You're going to be tempted to be selfish. You're like, well, this is my moment. You know, this is my life, my decade that I spent. I can't put that on somebody else's shoulder. I want to be in control of my own fate. But that's a dysfunctional team. I had to work really hard on letting go throughout my career. Dora, it is the thing that I cared the most about in my life, but I've learned to let it go and trust somebody else fully. I worked 10 years for this tournament. At this very moment in this game where it could all be gone in a blink, I'm pushing you in front of me. You take the shot. I'll stay back and I'll support you. It's hard. Honestly, it's not easy to let that go. But you have to learn that and you have to know how to do it. And they have to be able to do it back. That's a team that's going to be the strongest version of itself. Fully agile, fully adaptable to anything that could happen in the game. 
So the International 2018, the first World Championship we're about to win, we're playing the Grand Finals, and it's a best of five, and we're down 1-2, and we're playing the game four. So if they win another one, that's it, the finals is done, knocked out. So we're selecting our strategy before the game begins, and uh, it's the very last pick, and it's going to be my hero, my choice. And there is a hero which we practiced only twice with and it went awful but at that point i have a really strong feeling that this is the game for it and at that point i called for that hero and even though that team was really good at demonstrating trust the best i've ever been part of i expected this point one second reaction of come on are you sure like don't you want something else because they had all the reason in the world to freak out when i asked for it i got complete trust. I could not even sense for a second that they had doubted, even in their mind. I got excitement, I got hype, then it bumped my confidence through the roof. Not only do I think it's the right choice, but they also see it, and they see it so much that they're super excited about it. The game was really hard, and I did some heavy lifting, particularly on that hero. We ended up bringing it back, mostly because of that. In order to compete at the highest level, there needs to be a safe space the safest space ever and the highest level of trust and it's not only in the game it's outside of the game too you gotta know that they're gonna be there for you just like you're gonna be there for them if i have a problem throughout my day are you gonna help me out or if it's the weekend then we're supposed to be off can i give you a call can i count on you this is often underrated but that connection has to be seriously built and it has to be very solid and i think every opportunity to push it even further to emphasize it should be taken in a team it's like I'll carry your luggage, whatever makes you feel that I'm going to be there for you when it matters, then you can count on me. The aftermath of the International 2018, it's kind of like an identity crisis. I have achieved what I pursued blindly for years, so now what? We talked a lot. How do you feel? How are you coping with this? And I think... It got us also much closer because only each other's could really understand what we were going through. And I think using the others as a source of motivation, that was one of the big aspects of that second rise for us. The bonds that we created throughout the first title were so strong that I cared as much about why my teammates were competing and what they were chasing as much as I cared about myself. I want to do it for them too. I want to know why does it matter for them, understanding who they are, where they come from, what are they dealing with, discussing it, opening up, so becoming really united. It's much more powerful than each and every one of us doing it for our own selves. I kept trying to be a better teammate, improving myself over the years, even though I was failing. I kept going and I tried harder and I kept working on myself. And that was the real win. That was the real success, actually. I've learned that I believe in hard work. I need to know that I've worked very hard leading up to the tournament. If I did not, my confidence level is not going to be as high as I'm going to want it to be. And I know that I can convince myself that I am the single best player of the tournament. I think what matters is what you believe. It's not what's true. Obviously, it must have been far from the truth in most of the tournaments I entered. I'm sure there were better players, but I was entirely convinced that I was the best. The transition from player to coach is, it teaches you so much. It's 2016, at that point it's really dark times in my career in a way, like I'm competing, but I'm not successful whatsoever. I got a message 
from OG asking me if I would be interested in coaching them for this upcoming major, a $3 million tournament, one of the biggest to date. So I was like, well, this is like a sign. I'm not going to be playing, but at least I'm going to be testing my understanding of the game, my ideas with capable players. So I went for it. I did coach them. It went super, super well. We crushed the tournament and I felt like I played a really big role in it. And yeah, went on to win every tournament for the next two years with that team. I learned so much during that period, observing other players, really observing them, how they react, how they deal with their own emotions, what are their strengths, their weaknesses. I was fully committed to my players, like trying as hard as I could to push them, to help them improve, like become a better version of themselves. And then when the day came to have the opportunity to play again, I was also surprised at how much I grew without even competing. All the help that I provided to them, I provided it to myself indirectly without even realizing it. And I was also learning from them. Everybody's different and that should be acknowledged and respected. The beauty of being part of a team is there's always somebody that's feeling good, feeling strong. If you feel a certain way, you're going to inspire that to your brothers in a way, because that's what they are in that moment. So it's all about being agile, really, and pushing to the front those who are going to help the team, push the team, put the team on their shoulders. I was really moved by the way that Seb describes the positive cycle that can emerge in a well-functioning team. He described the initial challenge of trusting and investing in teammates, but also the immense reward that came from this level of trust. His support and belief allowed other team members to shine, but also came back to him in the form of support that elevated his own performance. Trust is a two-way street, and when cultivated, it can allow the whole of the team's performance to become more than the sum of its parts. All the help that I provided to them, I provided it to myself indirectly, without even realizing, and I was also learning from them. At the beginning of his career, Seb had trouble letting go, and this had a negative impact on his team. Then in 2016, when he started coaching Team OG, things changed. Thanks to this experience, he learned he needed to trust his other teammates. The stakes were high, literally millions of dollars. But he was able to relinquish control in those high-pressure moments and lean on those around him. Once he'd gained the confidence to do that, he set off on a record-breaking winning streak. Many of us find it really, really hard to put trust in other people, especially when there's so much at stake. I'm going to talk you through five key components that you can use to foster trust within a group. It starts with nurturing these four C's, compassion, commitment, competency, and connection. Let's start with compassion. It is essential for trust. Understanding where your teammates are coming from helps to build empathy. And Seb demonstrates this in spades. We talked a lot. How do you feel? How are you coping with this? Next, commitment. Interpersonal relationships require assurance and dedication to one another. That leads to trust. I was fully committed to my players, trying as hard as I could to push them. The next C is competency. People are more likely to trust confident and capable people. 
Seb puts himself in a frame of mind that encourages his teammates to trust him. I can convince myself that I am the single best player of the tournament. And the last C is connection. By having meaningful conversations and shared experiences, you can build a foundation of trust. This is often underrated, but that connection has to be seriously built. It has to be very solid. And finally, there's actually a fifth C, contribution. Because it's not just about nurturing those relationships. It's also about taking control of your own actions. When you fulfill your promises and contribute to outcomes, trust grows naturally and people learn that they can rely on you. If Seb's confidence was all bravado and he was actually a terrible player, the team wouldn't trust him. He'd make all these bold claims and as soon as he didn't deliver on them, his team would stop believing in him. But he consistently follows through and that's where the magic can start to happen. You can't control other people But by increasing your self-awareness, you can make a positive impact on others. Your behavior can begin to shape the group culture. And like I said before, that can apply to any team, among colleagues, within a band, on your football team, but also in groups of family and friends. So how can you increase your self-awareness and build trust in the teams in your life? It's so important because it can ultimately bring success to a whole group of people, not just yourself. Building trust within a group is a skill that takes a lifetime to refine. But you can already make changes to group dynamics in your life by thinking about how you might apply these five C's in your relationships. So I'm gonna talk you through them now, but after the podcast, take a moment to think through each category and analyze what you're doing in the team you have in mind. You can write down your brainstorm if it helps, or just give yourself that time to think it through. So first, compassion. Take a moment to remember conversations with people you work or live with. For instance, think about times when others have made a mistake. Did you get angry, or did you take the time to understand how they were feeling and the context of the mistake? Could you have considered their point of view more? Commitment. Think about a moment when others might have needed you. Maybe a friend mentioned they were struggling with work. Did you message them or call them? Or did you ignore them? What might have been the reasons for how you responded? It's worth considering whether you're showing that you're committed to the people you need to trust. Connection. Are you taking time to get to know the people you're collaborating with? Have you ever discussed their hobbies, families, or their favorite types of food? It's so important to set time aside outside of the immediate objective to get to know others because those little conversations and trips to the canteen are instrumental in building trust. Competency. It's okay to be learning on the job and asking for help, but the people you're collaborating with need to be able to trust you to deliver. When you agree to help out or complete a task, are you giving off confidence in your ability to do it well? And finally, your contribution. This one is simple. Do your actions match your words? All the other C's are worthless if you don't follow through on your promises consistently. Trust is difficult to build, but once it's there, you'll often find it was worth the effort. 
And by combining these five C's, you'll be able to do what's within your power to build trusting relationships and foster teamwork. And yes, it is effort. It takes time. But once it's there, once the trust has been built, your whole team will be so much more successful. Next week, we'll be hearing from elite shooting coach, Chris Matthews, AKA Lethal Shooter. So join me again as we continue to explore the mental strengths that set high-performing athletes apart. And that's it for me for now. See you next week.